Let's talk about that speech with Claire and Rachel. Hey guys, I wanted to take a second to talk to you about SpeechCube. SpeechCube is a monthly subscription box for pediatric speech language pathologists aimed to treat the whole SLP. Each box includes five or more items following a different theme each month. Of course, it contains some kind of therapy material, but also includes visual supports, sequencing cards, organizational items, sensory items, SLP decor, and a personal item made just for you. Subscription options include a single cube purchase, month-to-month subscription, or discounted three or six-month subscriptions. Go to their website at speechcube.com and use discount code TACO, all caps, T-A-C-O, to receive 12% off your first cube order. Also, check out their SLP planning notepads in their shop. These notepads are made for and by SLPs to help you replace your millions of sticky notes. Also, make sure you follow them on Instagram at SpeechCube. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Let's Talk About Speech podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Claire. And we're back for another episode. Last week, Claire talked all about her summer camp experience with her intensive stuttering camp. And we're back for my camp. Yeah. So we're going to talk to Rachel or Rachel's going to talk. I'm going (laughs) to ask her some questions. Um, But we're going to listen to hear about Rachel's summer program that she actually put on with one of her social worker friends. I think that's so cool and such a cool idea. Um, So yeah, give me the gist behind it. I'm excited to hear about it. Okay. So I don't know, like one day I just had this idea that it would be really fun to do some sort of like speech related summer camp, but also that's kind of tricky because typically when kids are going to speech, whether it's like an IEP in a school or, you know, seeing someone outside, like they have very specific goals. So that's kind of hard to like do a camp when everyone has very specific goals because it's so individualized. So I was talking to the social worker at my school, Carrie, who um, is so wise and such a wealth of knowledge. And we thought, what if we do like a language and social skills camp where we're not working on any specific goals, but we just have like the overall gist of we're working on different language things and, you know, different social skills goals. So we made a little flyer. We rented a room at like a local community center and we posted on, you know, social media and just put it out there. And then it like blew up way bigger than we thought it was going to blow up. Um, and we had two sessions. So we have a, um, two to four group. And then we had a ages five to nine group and we had 10 in the five to nine group, 10 spots, and then eight in the two to four group. And that, when we put it out there, it like fully booked in 24 hours. That's amazing. (laughs) So cool though. It is very cool. It was very overwhelming because, you know, like my email address is on there for, you know, if you have any questions and I opened up my email and I had like (gasps) 60 emails. Oh my gosh. And I was like, not prepared for that. (laughs) Ended up doing another session. Yes. Right. So we ended up opening another session. Um, Oh, let me back up. So the camp was 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And for the ages two to four group, we met from 8.30 to 10. And parents were welcome to stay for that one, um, especially because they're so young. Like I was trying to imagine myself just like dropping, Henry's going to be two in a month, like just dropping Henry off. That would you know, be a little nerve wracking. Plus the awesome part about that is you get like the parent coaching aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the older group, the ages five to nine group, we met from 1030 to 1230 and no parents stayed for that one. Um, so that was kind of the layout of the camp. And then, so we had one week and then we opened up another week and then that one filled up super fast too. Um, which was great. Uh, there's this really cool, local business called Stemville. I don't know if anyone is listening from Michigan or Southeast Michigan, but it's this really cool place called Stemville and they have pretty much every toy or every like educational resource you could ever want. Um, it's like the coolest place to go. And they found us on through social media and Carrie connected with them also. So we started doing drop-in sessions there. So um, some of our families attended one of those before coming to camp so they could come see us and like kind of get familiar with how the layout of the program was going to go. But, you know, that kind of blew up too. So now we're doing drop-in sessions there. We have a fall session. People are already asking about like winter and oh gosh, it's still summer. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so, so how is it structured? So like the, what kind of activities, like, I know you said you don't really have goals, but right. like what kinds of, um, I guess, concepts and mm-hmm. skills do you target? Yeah. So, um, one thing, you know, like parents had to fill out kind of like a registration packet to, um, like be part of the camp contact information. And one of the questions on there was what they are looking to get out of this camp experience. And almost every single person, I think everyone, but like two said they want a social experience for their child. And I think part of that is probably due to, you know, like COVID and not a lot Uh, not a lot of things were going on in the past, you know, year and a half or almost going on two years, which is crazy. Um, But they wanted social experiences for their children. They said their children didn't know how to play with others. Um, So we really took into account what everyone said. And the times, you know, are a little different, whether it was the hour and a half session or the two hour session. But basically, when everyone came in, we started with free and open play and we had, you know, different toys or materials out. Um, and that was usually like the first 15 minutes. And then we divided up into smaller groups and we had either three or four different stations. So, um, children would rotate through those stations and spend either 10 or 15 minutes at each. And then we would break for a snack because everyone loves goldfish. (laughs) And then at the end, we would do a whole group activity. And usually we had, that was usually an art project paired with, um, a book. So each of our stations, like for example, one was all about turn-taking, sharing, and working together. 
Um, that's so big for that younger group too, right? Like if you've never played with other children, sharing is a really hard concept. Um, And then station two was like colors, shapes, sizes. That's where I worked on prepositions, um, same and different. A lot of those like basic concepts, um, you know, sizes like big, little, small, whatever that may be. And then station three was following directions. So this was really helpful for a lot because a lot of our friends kind of struggled with that. Um, Carrie actually worked this station most of the time and she, you know, she saw that they were struggling. She helped to teach them the skill that you should look at your peers or ask for help, um, which is so important. Uh, So that really helped them. I'm trying to think of different activities. We had so many sensory activities. We had water beads and made like an ocean sensory bin. So fun. Yeah. On our last day, I was like, we're just going to go all in and get really messy. So we had a barn and then we had all of the little people, animals, and then we had a bin of dirt so that the animals would get really dirty. And Mm -hmm. then you could take them to the washing bin and you could scrub them with a little toothbrush. (laughs) It's so cute. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One thing that was really cool was I, um, reached out to Eastern Michigan university, their graduate program, since I take interns from them each year. Mm -hmm. And I asked if they had any graduate students that would be interested in, you know, getting some hours or experience or whatever it may be. So we had some grad students come and they helped run sessions. Um, yeah, so, so needed. I was just going to say like, it's, so hard to have to like man that all yourself. Mm -hmm. And I mean, same with my program, like I couldn't have done it without grad students either. And I think that's like kind of the missing piece. Like if you want to run a group program, you want to run a camp, you've got to get grad students involved because first of all, they're just as able, they're Mm -hmm. wonderful. And honestly, a lot of times they're more motivated because Mm -hmm. they're like trying to do so well. Yeah. Um, But otherwise you don't have enough hands, especially for little kids. Holy moly. No. So there were, um, each Tuesday, we didn't have any grad students because they had a class that conflicted with camp time. Mm -hmm. And at the end of each of those days, Carrie and I were like, Oh my gosh, it's just a lot, you know, like it's, you know, for the two to four group in our first session. So the first week, all of the parents stayed and that's so helpful because we were able to, you know, individually talk to all of the parents based on their needs. I actually had four of my private practice clients. They came. So I was already familiar with their families and their needs, but our second week, none of the parents stayed for the two to four session. And yeah, eight, two-year-olds is like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's a lot. (laughs) It is a lot, (laughs) but that's cool though, that they trusted you and Mm -hmm. that they felt like they could. I still have parents of two-year-olds that don't leave my sessions because they're very, they want to stay. Yeah. Um, so that's really good that, you know, they felt that they could do that, but I think having the space you had it into is Mm -hmm. such a unique part of your, of the program because Mm -hmm like you could use what they had there. You didn't have to necessarily go out and buy a ton of materials, a ton of stuff. Like 
that's huge too. Having a space like mm-hmm. you did that has the sensory activities that has like yeah. play stuff there. Stemville is honestly like the coolest place ever. So mm-hmm. we were supposed to have another drop-in session last week, but we got mm-hmm. like crazy storms in Michigan and they actually lost power. Mm-hmm. So we had to postpone it. So we have another session next Monday, but whenever we have a session, Carrie and I go like a half an hour early just Uh to like take a look at all of their materials and plan our day out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cause it could be overwhelming to Mm -hmm. to be in that kind of place. Like, cause there is so much stuff. Totally. The cool thing too, about the Stemville sessions is we do each of them a theme. So our first one was like ice cream. Mm -hmm. Um, and that like group project I talked about at the end, they all made like handprint ice cream cones. Mm-hmm. We read a book about like sharing your ice cream with friends, the elephant and piggy books. Do you know those? Mm-hmm. They're so cute. They're so cute. <laughs> One of my clients a couple of years ago introduced me to them. Actually, he like brought them into our sessions and yeah. they're so funny. They're so cute. Um, <laughs> they're so cute. Yeah. So then our next session is watermelon themed and Fine. we're going to make like cute little paper plate watermelons yeah. and I was going to bring some watermelons in and whatever. So I don't know. It's so fun. The, the so cool. cool part too, about the summer sessions. So like the camp that I was talking about the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we held that at the Plymouth arts and recreation complex. So it mm-hmm. used to be an old middle school actually that Nick went to, my husband went to, which is kind of oh, funny. funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's not a middle school anymore and they kind of didn't know what to do with the building. So they turned it into an arts and recreation complex. Mm-hmm. That's why it's called the park Plymouth arts and recreation complex. Yeah. And that's really cool because they have so many different resources in that building. It's right in like the heart of downtown Plymouth, which is, you know, like a little town by us. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was a really cool location too. Nice. So Stemville's in Northville, which is really close by, but yeah. And just like to do this kind of thing for those of you listening that might want to do this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's just like insane how much, I mean, I can't imagine how much of like the business side, like you've got to think of like the overhead, right? You've got to think of how much do I have to pay for this event space versus how much am I getting from Mm -hmm. the sessions? Like, that's just a reality of it. So to me, like, that's what I think of when I think of doing something like that because the business side is almost a bigger part of it than the actual therapy side for the people running it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, that's a really good point for doing that because (laughs) it like with mine, I had the space. All right. Like I didn't have to deal with it just because I did it through who I work with, Mm -hmm. but to actually have to come up with the space, I think that's probably the hardest part and have having to manage the pay, having to manage like all of that. Um, that's crazy. Do you think you'll do it in the winter? So, um, like, uh, I know (laughs) you're not on a, I mean, you're on a small break, but like, like, also I want that break to be a break. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Um, so really quick, going back to the business aspect, that's a very good point because when I was like, Carrie, let's do a camp. And then like, I don't know, two days later, we like put it out to the world and then it turned into this huge thing. I was like, Oh, okay. So there's a lot more. (laughs) There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's a very good thing to keep in mind. I do want to say to anyone that's thinking about doing it, just have a plan and honestly go for it because Mm -hmm. I don't know, ours blew up and we had so many parents say, you know, I've been looking for something like this for my children, but there's nothing out there or Mm -hmm. 
you know, like I want a social experience for my child. That's mm-hmm. not like forced, right? Like right. I don't want to find random people and set up like a forced play date, right. but like saying we're going to camp. Yeah. That's fun. So I don't know. I, or something I think that's a huge commitment. Like I liked this mm-hmm. because it was just kind of, it was like a little burst of mm-hmm. therapy essentially. Yeah. But like, I feel like most parents, they send their kids to camps that are these like long drawn out things. And they don't know really what coming from it. Cause you either have mm-hmm. therapy or you have camp and like, right. you don't usually have both. So mm-hmm. I think that's really unique too, is it's a fun experience, but parents can also learn a ton from it. So that's, that's yeah. really cool. Um, so going back to winter, so we have a fall session running mm-hmm. at Stemville. Oh my and, gosh, but listen, <laughs> listen, it's four <laughs> Sundays and it's only one hour each Sunday. Okay. That's um, not bad. So it's, it's manageable. Manageable. Yeah. Well, um, okay. Here's Rachel. Like she just had a baby. If you guys yeah, don't know, yeah. and she has a two-year-old, like almost two-year-old, not yeah. even two-year-old, not even, not nope. even two yet. <laughs> I just, I feel stressed and I don't know how you do it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Everyone keeps saying that. I'm like, I don't, am I going to crumble soon? I don't no, know. no, 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 no. You're just a superhuman. You're not going to crumble. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I guess if we do a winter or something, it would yeah. be something similar to that. Okay. I'm feeling like if we did something on the winter break, number one, that's like taking away from break. And like, that's yeah. very special family time to me. Cause yeah. like you just said, I have two kids yeah. and work a lot. So, yeah. um, I don't know. We'll definitely do probably the same thing next summer. We sent out like a feedback form Mm -hmm. to all of our families after nice. We got really good reviews and almost everyone, not almost everyone, but several people said, we wish it was longer. So maybe we'll make it into like a week thing. Maybe like, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, this is what happens. Like you pilot a program Mm -hmm. and you see how it goes and you'll probably change it. You'll probably keep changing it for the next couple of years Mm -hmm. and develop it into something that's going to, I think be really cool for your area. Um, and that a lot of areas should have, I think that's genius. Um, definitely you need grad students. Yes. (laughs) You need, well, but that's the great thing is you could definitely make it like a summer thing with Eastern Michigan Mm -hmm. to have as one of their summer placements. Mm -hmm. Um, like think of what we did in grad school. We had like a super short summer placement with like an autism program. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there that's, that's help for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's really cool. And that's a really good idea because you can't do it alone. <laughs> no, that's for sure. And the other, the one last thing I want to say is the really cool part about this, especially for that younger group. And that's like where mm-hmm. all of my private practices. So everyone that I see is under four. Mm-hmm. So I love that like two to four age range is mm-hmm. there was so much, um, so many opportunities for parent coaching mm-hmm. and, you know, suggestions that we gave them, whether it be like my child, you know, is having difficulty with this. And we figured out like, oh, that's a sensory thing. It sounds like mm-hmm. they're sensory seeking. I was actually right. able to recommend the book from Re- Rebecca Duval Scott that we had on our podcast oh. last year um, yeah. to one of our families. And they emailed me and said, oh my gosh, thank you so much. There's so many great resources in it. That's awesome. I know that was a very full circle moment yeah. for me. That's cool. I mean, that's, what's great about this podcast too, is we've been able to learn about a lot of different realms and a lot of different like areas that we can refer to, because this is such 
we are a part of such yeah. like a big, big field. Crazy. Um, I know. Speaking so, of, yeah. if anyone has suggestions for an episode, we would love to yeah. hear them and we can get, I don't know any, almost everyone we've reached out to we've gotten on I, the podcast. Oh yeah. So. Well, yeah. And we're start like, this is like our second year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like our first year we were like, go, 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 go. And yeah. then we took a little break and now we're like, okay, just kind of going with it. And yeah. we have a lot of ideas that we want to talk about, but mm-hmm. I feel like I would rather have experts in the field come and like talk with us. Cause totally. like, for example, we really want to do one with apraxia. I would mm-hmm. really love to do like an adult based or some adult based episodes, mm-hmm. um, things we haven't done yet. So if you guys are, we've already had a few people reach out to us actually, um, for some things, but if you guys have an area that you want to talk about, we would love to talk to you. Yeah. Please send us a DM or an email yeah. or whatever it may be, because we would love to hear from you. I was just thinking that so many of our episodes are, first of all, I would say like pediatrics mm-hmm. and a fair amount of it is like school and more mm-hmm. like outpatient clinic yeah. based. So if we could tap into that, like adult population, like yeah. post-stroke and dysphagia. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Definitely. Cause we love it all. You guys yeah. we love learning. <laughs> we love learning about it all. Yeah. <laughs> and we know you love learning about it all. So yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Rachel. Thanks for your, um, expertise about your program. I think that's seriously so cool. Thanks. Um, let her know if you have any questions, same with mine. If you guys have any Yeah, Um, questions or input about our programs, let us know. Bye. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode. Thank you again so much for joining us. And as always, you can find me, Rachel, on Instagram at supersweetspeech. And if you or anyone you know is in need of speech therapy in Southeast Michigan, feel free to email me at speechissupersweet at gmail.com. And you can also follow the Let's Talk About Speech podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. So make sure you give those a like and a follow. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at kindly underscore speech or my Facebook page, Kindly Speech LLC. And if anyone in the Ohio area is in need of speech teletherapy, please contact me, kindlyspeechllc at gmail.com. Rachel and I also have an email for the podcast that you can email us with suggestions, or if you or someone you know wants to be on the podcast, that's let's talk about speech podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.